the indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of, from getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome. We've become a force to reckon with. Now, after years of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place we're sowing the seeds of a better way. A way with more ease, abundance, and flow. Get ready to learn about indie authorship from a whole new perspective. We're about to cover everything from releasing your poverty mentality to manifesting your millionaire author destiny. I'm Carissa Andrews, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hi there, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Author Revolution Podcast. Whoo, man, okay. <laughs> this has been, uh, for lack of a better word, a difficult week from the Andrews clan perspective. So we got back from having our wonderful trip in Idaho for the Idaho Writers Guild Conference. It was just such a fantastic time, as you guys know from my recap. But then we came back to find Pharaoh, our husky, getting sick again. <laughs> and so for those of you who were following this beforehand, you know he swallowed a ball. We had kind of a, a fun, what I felt was fun, kind of like a fundraiser situation where it was bail out the ball, right? Where we were trying to get the ball taken care of, get his surgery done, and all the things. Well, unfortunately, it looks like we were on borrowed time with him and... <laughs> The dog, for whatever reason, ate something new. And because of how close the other surgery was, in addition to like not having yet replenished our savings, and that's not the biggest issue. It was more, I felt as if he was doing this kind of on purpose, you know, like this was his time to go and we were kind of preventing it. At any rate, this past week, he passed away. And so it's been a rough week. It's been a, a week where I've had to really be thinking about my energy and protecting my energy, protecting the future version of me, because I'm very acutely aware that, you know, the thoughts that we think create the emotions in our body, the emotions create our point of attraction. And even in grief, even in a place where things feel, you know, sticky or bad or like not great, obviously. I'm aware that I don't want to dwell there because I don't want that to continue to create any kind of point of attraction in my own reality, right? So I've been thinking an awful lot about like, what am I going to talk to you guys about this week before I head off to Dallas? Because we're going to another conference. We're going down to InkersCon. It's going to be really great. And I'm trying to shift my vibe and get my energy back behind being positive instead of feeling, you know, a little lost or feeling like we've lost something special. And so I've been thinking a little bit about, you know, like, what, what do you guys need to know about? Like, what would be a good topic to be discussing? And now we've already touched on grief as an author. I did that when my friend Julie passed away. And so I'm not going to go into like the aspects of grief, even though that is definitely playing a, a role into things this week. But <laughs> I wanted to talk about instead split energy. So there are a lot of us who, you know, we're either multi-passionate entrepreneurs, multi-passionate creatives. We like to do a lot of different things. 
or we just don't like sitting idle for too long, whatever the case might be, right? We've trained our brains to like to be busy. And most of us are like that, the the training to be busy part. But how do you know when you have split energy? Like, how do you know when you're trying to create something if you are actually pulling energy from it? And this is a topic that's really been fascinating to me anyway. I've been reading Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's been really fascinating to look at the, you know, the neurological perspective of how everything is working, how the chemicals in our brains create the proteins that cause the emotional reaction. The emotional reaction causes the magnetic reaction when it comes to our energetic field, right? And split energy to me has always felt like when you have two very clear goals, for instance, we'll, we'll just go with two because you can have more than that, but two feels like a, a good example, right? You got two very clear goals, but they're almost just as equally powerful in your mind as each other, right? So I'll give you an example of myself. For a long time, I wanted Author Revolution to do really, really well. And I also wanted my author business to do really, really well. Both were equally important to me. And so I would oscillate back and forth between obviously writing my books and doing you know, a new course or putting a lot of effort into the podcast or the advertising or the whatever for Author Revolution. And for a long time, I would go back and forth, back and forth. It was like a wave, right? But I often felt like I wasn't putting enough energy into either one because I was just trying so hard to get things to work. And so looking back, I was in a perspective of, you know, when you have a desire, there's always two, right? We've talked about this where it's the desire, you know, having it, getting it, and then the absence of it. And so during that time frame, when I was working on both, and when I was having that split energy, I wasn't in a place of, of course, these are both going to work. Of course, they're both coming to me and they're happening quickly. Of course, I'm growing. Of course, all of these things are working. It was more from a place of, why can't I get these things lifting off the ground? <laughs> and from a Virgo perspective, that's really frustrating, right? So now I'm operating out of a place of frustration, which means I am not operating from a place of having my desire, of knowing and trusting that it's mine. So that obviously didn't work. And so as I'm working on both of these projects, I'm doing the thing. I'm still having manifestational power in the fact that I know I can write the book. I know I can publish the book. I trust in that process. But it was the further process, the, the process of like having everything grow exponentially, having all the money come in, having all the readership come in that I wasn't locking into just yet, right? So if you're in a place right now where you have multiple projects ongoing and you're thinking, I wonder if this isn't working because I have split energy. I want you to consider this. Every single day, we have hundreds of things that we are thinking about, hundreds of different like neurological pathways that are being activated because we have things that we're dealing with, you know, our family, our friends, our work people, our projects, our books, our dogs, our cars, our bills, our everything, right? So all of these things are taking up vital life energy. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that a lot of those different things have like repetition of thought. They have repetition of vibe. You have a specific frequency that you have trained your brain to believe or think about in regards to that thing, right? 
And so some of it is so subconscious that it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even register in your brain. It's not a huge deal to you. You're not split energy on it because it's slipped into your subconscious operating system. But when you have two big goals and they're two big goals that you're trying to get accomplished, you can do multiple things. You can have huge goals like that. The questions that you have to ask yourself are, do you believe you can do both and have everything work out for you? Because if behind the scenes, your mindset is, I am splitting my energy and I'm not giving enough to this thing, that's what you're operating from. That's the place and the energy and the vibe you're operating from. And so even if you're doing those things, even if you're you know, doing all the things that you think you need to be doing, your basic operating system is, I can't have what I want because I'm splitting my energy. Does that make sense? And so the only thing that you really need to be thinking about then is shifting that particular vibe, like reminding yourself, you get to have whatever you want. Like you can have multiple goals. You can do all sorts of different things. You can have it look any way you want it to look, but you have to believe you can have it, right? You can't encourage the universe to give you what you want when you're basically telling it, look, I can't have this thing, but I'm gonna go for it anyway, right? (laughs) Like, what is that? We have to remind ourselves that we can have or be or do anything we want. And if you feel called to do multiple projects at any kind of given moment, that's perfectly fine. Maybe it will mean that you're not going to be able to give as powerful or as potent of an energy behind it as possible, but maybe you don't want to. Maybe that's not your vibe. Maybe you're all about you, your person, the, the author, the creator that you are right now. Maybe you're all about having the fluidity to create different things whenever you feel like it, to have multiple projects to be able to play with when you're not feeling one or the other. Or maybe you just like to have different things to occupy your time so that you're not doing the exact same type of thing over and over and over again because you like change. It's okay to have multiple things going on and be able to play in the energies of all of those things. And if you look at it from that perspective of like, this is just a now experience and I am playing in the vibe of this thing now, then you can trust that no matter what amount of energy you're putting into it, it's enough. It is okay. The, the timing of it is okay. The frequency, the power behind your intention is okay. It all works out for you, right? You remind yourself of those things. So there will be times where you are going to have a project that's going to win out, right? I've done this before where I've had, you know, two or more books going at one particular moment in time. And then one wins out because eventually you either really latch onto the energy of one of the stories and you want to go with it, or there's a deadline and you know you have to do it. And so the, the energy flow for it goes there and you create the book and you get it out on time or whatever. All of those reasons are enough to be able to then merge it down into one space do one particular project until it's time to work on the other. That happens. It's kind of what I'm working on right now. I've got my rom-com book that I'm working on and I've got Midlife Wolfmate, right? Both of them are actually on hold as I'm getting ready to go to InkersCon because I'm preparing my presentation or my half of the presentation with Renee. I'm making sure all of our stuff is organized. Obviously, we had to deal with the dog last week. And so there's a lot of things that are pulling my mental energy away from the books. But I trust and know that as I come back, when I come back, my energy and effort is going to be put into Midlife Wolf Mate because that book is coming out in July. And so I need to finish it. 
It needs to, you know, the rest of the flow needs to come through and it needs to be done. And when it's finished, now I have the rest of the year to work on the next three books in the rom-com series. Not next three, I guess the the first three books in the rom-com series. I'm halfway done with book one already. So I can trust and know that as I come back to that series, to that pen name, I will have all the energy, all the time for just that particular project. Now, I say all the energy all the time. I have other things I want to work on. There's the the millionaire author book I want to create to go along with our nonfiction side of things, right? I also have other courses that I want to be doing. Plus, I'm teaching a lot of things when it comes to fall classes and summer classes. So we're still doing other things. I'm still working on other things that are completely different to the fiction side of things. But yet, it all merges, right? It all comes together. It's all kind of in the same vibe because it's all about writing. It's all about being an author. It's all about this life I want to create. And so there's that common thread that pulls through it regardless of the projects, regardless of is it author revolution or is it my author set of things? Is it my you know, urban fantasy pen name or is it my rom-com pen name? Like what, What's happening with all these things? I don't have to make it a big deal, right? I don't have to make it feel like split energy if I don't want to. I can just call it all. This is my author life. This is my author career. This is how it gets to work for me. And as I do that, as I merge all of those things together, it no longer becomes split energy. It no longer feels like it's two separate things or three separate projects or 15 separate things, (laughs) whatever. It feels like one thing. This is just my life. This is the experiences I've set out to have to create flow and interest throughout my day, right? And so it's no longer this, this thing where I feel like I have to compete with each other or I have to compete the projects against each other or anything like that. It's this is how it gets to work for me. And this is how my author career looks like, how I operate, how I get to grow. And it's always working out for me. Everything is growing. Everything is expanding. It doesn't matter if it's author revolution. It doesn't matter if it's Carissa Andrews or the rom-com. It doesn't matter what it is. It gets to expand. It gets to grow. It gets to be bigger. And so I want you to think about those things. As you create your projects, if you're feeling like you have split energy, is there a way to merge them together in your mind where you can say, hey, this is just my life. This is how my life gets to work. And it's always working out for me. The amount of energy I put in there is the perfect amount of energy for right now. This is how it gets to work right now. And things can always change. I can always adjust things later on down the road. But for right now, this is how it gets to look. And this could even impact you. Like, let's say you're a new mom or a new dad and you've got a new kid (laughs) that you're having to take care of, right? They take a lot of time and energy. I don't know if you've noticed, but kids really do. They suck it all out, right? And so if you're trying to create your author career and you're trying to still be a good mom or a good dad, it's hard sometimes to feel like you have balance. But this still gets to work for you. This life still gets to work for you. There are plenty of moms. There are plenty of dads who are making a killing as an author because they know that they can merge the two together and trust that it all gets to work out for them. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing situation. And There's only split energy when you put the thought process in there and make it feel like it has to be split. At least that's my perspective. That's my take on it. I don't remember. I've I've had conversations about split energy in the past, and I can't remember specifically what we've talked about or how I've described it, but this is how I'm viewing it now. And I think as we continue to move forward, 
it's less important to view, like, are we doing the manifestation? Are we mid-manifestation? We don't have to get so granular that we're thinking about the thing we're trying to bring in as much. Because as we do that, as we try to put pressure on the manifestation, that's where all that like angst comes in. And that's where all the opposite end of the stick stuff comes in, where we're focusing on the lack of having it versus actually getting to receive it. Where if we know and trust that because we've said this is what we want, and we start moving forward confidently in the inspired action of it, we know that it gets to be ours. We know everything is working out for us. It doesn't matter how. It doesn't matter when. We're just experiencing the flow of it right now for ourselves. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see how that's different? So it's up to us to start shifting our vibe, shifting our thoughts into, number one, projecting more of what we want in this world, more of what we expect to get out of our projects, how it gets to work for us, how our lives get to work for us. Start doing more of that future casting into how this all gets to feel. And as you do that more and more frequently, that's you bringing to you through the law of attraction, through your biochemical signatures, everything. You're doing it where you're bringing it to you, okay? And don't make it a big deal if you're splitting energy. Don't make it a big deal that it's not going to come faster or whatever. Like who's, who's telling you it has to come in a certain time frame anyway? Allow things to be fun and be part of the journey. And if it feels fun to have multiple projects going on, if it feels fun to do these things, keep going with it. If on the flip side, it doesn't feel fun and it feels like you're forcing yourself to do these things because you have to, now that's where you question, why are you doing it? That's where you question your split energy because true split energy is you want to do this thing, but you can't have it. You want to do this, but it's not yours, but you don't think you can create it, but you don't think you can master it. You don't think you can manage it. That's the true split energy that we need to be cautious of. So don't split your energy in that way. Put all of your energy in and behind what you get to have. Remind yourself, no matter what it is, you get it. The answer is freaking yes. Of course you can have it. And then don't let yourself talk yourself out of it. Try to say that sentence really fast. <laughs> so hopefully this all made sense. Hopefully you're seeing where I'm, I'm going with all of this. Your split energy is never really a thing unless you're just reminding yourself that you want something and can't have it. So start reminding yourself instead that whatever you want, it is yours and start future casting, viewing it, seeing it, intending it to become yours. And you can even do it fast. Like remind yourself it gets to be easier than you thought, faster than you thought, better than you thought. It's this or something better, this or something freaking better. And as you do that, and as you integrate it more into just how your life gets to work for you, you're going to start seeing the experiences of it happening all around you. It's really, really fascinating. So there you have it. That is my take for this week on split energy. And sometimes, you know, like with my week, having, you know, an animal die, you, you have to have a little bit of time to mourn too. You have to like take a moment to acknowledge the feelings that are coming up because they are valid, they are real but not letting them own you, not letting them control your overall vibe every second of every day where you are just feeling that over and over, right? 
you need to shift into that better feeling place and trust that it's okay to move forward. It's okay to still be here. It's okay that things didn't work out the way you had anticipated or hoped or any of those things, right? So that's my journey this week. That's my reminder to keep pushing myself into a place of contentment for now. Like it's okay and things are going to get better. So positive expectation, it's going to get better. Things will shift. Every day gets a little bit better. Every day gets a little bit easier. Every day I am working more towards becoming the person I want. And it was really interesting. I was reading, like I said, Becoming Supernatural this morning. And Dr. Joe said something in there about how like when things fall apart, when you have been shifting your vibe and things start to fall apart, and we've talked about this like with the messy manifestations and whatnot with the cars last year, weird side note, Pharaoh died actually one year on that anniversary. So (laughs) something weird going on on May 30th, just saying. But he was talking about how like when things start to shift and go away and fade away, obviously they are no longer in your vibrational frequency, right? They're not able to exist in the same space. And you should actually in some ways rejoice that because now you're no longer splitting your energy even more. So like if it was a job you hated or if you know, you had a lot of stress with this animal, which we did. Obviously, I mean, we had a lot of stress with him. He was the problem child of the two dogs. But as that all shifts and goes away, now your energy and your focus, as you start to heal from things and get through the five stages of grief, you have more energy, more vital life force to be able to put towards the things that you desire. And so in some ways, it's a blessing. It will be a blessing once we get past this part of it. And so starting to bring more energy in, starting to, to bring more focus in, starting to bring more joy into the, the reality, into your career, into the way things get to work for you. That's all so vitally important and so key. And I hope that it makes sense in ways that maybe you haven't heard before. Because I don't know, it's just, it's been an interesting week for me. And it's been one of those weeks where I've been very philosophical and thinking through things an awful lot and trying to actively shift my thought vibration instead of just allowing myself to kind of spiral into this place of grief. Because even though it's healthy, even though it's you know something that you have to work through, when we are present and we make conscious decisions on how we get to think, how we get to grieve, how we get to move forward, when we're conscious in it, it gives us a little more power, right? It gives our brains a, a little bit of a different vantage point of how things get to work for us. And every time we do that, now all of a sudden we're more in control of our destinies and our future and the way things get to look for us. So that's pretty important. At least I think so. (laughs) All right. If you'd like to download today's podcast transcript, you can head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 186 and you can get it there. And just as an FYI for next week, obviously we're going to be at InkersCon. In fact, we're probably on our way to InkersCon by the time you hear this podcast episode. So the next one for next week is going to be just a little bit late. It won't be airing right at seven o'clock in the morning because we get in late Tuesday afternoon. And I'll probably record my recap of InkersCon on Wednesday morning and get the podcast up and aired to you as soon as it's available. You know, as soon as I've mastered the audio and gotten everything ready. So 
It'll still come out next Wednesday. It will just be a little bit later on in the day. So FYI on that. (laughs) All right, guys, I hope you're having a better week than we've had or better two weeks. I'm just grateful that this all happened, you know, in the in-between phase between the two conferences, because I can't imagine how it would have played out had it been happening, you know, when we were gone and the two older boys had to deal with it. So I'm, I'm grateful for that at least. So it, it could have definitely been a more challenging time. But in the meantime, I have so much to look forward to. InkersCon is going to be amazing. Hopefully, if you are listening to this, you were either attending live and, and in person. And if so, stop by and say hello, because there is going to be many of opportunities to be able to do that. I'm hosting a roundtable. We have a Saturday night dinner for manifestors. And then, of course, my presentation on Sunday with Renee is going to be incredible. In addition, if you are not able to attend in person, InkersCon is also available as a digital version, right? You can join the digital conference and see all of the things after the the fact, you know, after we air. And so think about that, too, because you can keep the conference material for, I think it's quite a long time, a couple of years. So join InkersCon in one way or another. It's going to be a great conference. It always is every single year. I've done the digital version myself a number of times, and the speakers there are absolutely phenomenal this year, truly. So go check out the speakers list and and see who all is going to be there. It's going to be so much fun. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope you get all the words on the page. I hope you stop worrying about splitting your energy, and you just go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.